Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. That was a daylight! That was a young Do I can tell you? Got it. Uh, Aaron's okay. in the background. We don't know what he's doing. Could be touching himself. <laughs> Could be touching an animal. We don't know. We're back, everybody. We're back. It's week to week these days, but uh, we're back for more. And this is take two of uh, apocalyptic audio. We'll see what we come up with. But we're confident. We got Aaron from ATC. He's got our backs. So if this goes off the rails, everyone blame him. Yeah. And next week, we'll actually back to our regular quality. We figured out, uh, we found a loophole. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, it's, uh, strange times out there. I hope that I'll be here next week. Um, uh, shouldn't be doing this alone, but I'm, I'm going to be doing a little backcountry skiing after this big snowstorm that hits next week. Whoa, good timing. Yeah. There's uh, up in the Angeles National Forest. I was uh, hiking up there the other day, and I found this trail, and I go, if it snows here... I'm hiking back up here with my skis and I'm hitting this mountain. You should bring John Little with you just to give you some encouragement. <laughs> what? He's not encouraging at all. You this think guy. you can ski this? You're a fucking idiot on here. You're going to die. Dude, this guy's telling me that it's the Great Depression. Get ready for <laughs> it, O'Neill. It's happening. It's been the Great Depression inside my head for the last couple of days. I'm, I'm starting to go crazy. You losing it? Uh, not fully, but like, I am feeling a little stir crazy. Uh, just every day is just the same exact day. It's hard to, yeah. uh, it's hard to like, you know, and there's just no end in sight. So it's just like, I, I realized 
that I would do, I think I knew this before this, but I would do very poorly in prison. Uh, yeah. Based, based on, based, and I mean, this is the, this is the ultimate since I got TV, I got internet, I got, I, mean, I can go yeah. outside and whatever I want. The only thing that you would love about prison is you love to ass fuck. So yeah, you got that's that going for you. It's really the only uh, redeeming quality. I see that in the gang culture is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very intriguing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm loving it. I'm thriving. I, this is, I feel like I've been mentally preparing for this for decades. Abby, she's losing it too. She had to, she has to like have her, she has to stay away from me for for like half the day. She's just like losing it. You're a, uh, uh, you're a real, you're a real pandemic. Yeah. I go outside. I go for my run. I come back. I work out, get some work done. The I watch a documentary. Um, as somebody who is, uh, we go on family walks just about every day. The streets are way too crowded. A lot of, a lot of amateurs out there who aren't usually on the streets. Dude, it's like, uh, it's like Tetris. You're just moving around for these. Sometimes it's three people wide. Sometimes it's two. Sometimes it's a single person. You're both yeah, trying to we, avoid each other. And we have one of those push cars. So that adds an extra element of like, you got to sometimes get off the curb because assholes are just barreling down to you and they're not moving at all. And you're like, all right, I guess we're yeah. going to yield. So we have to go off. I go straight down the street. Yeah. I've done that too. There's not a lot of cars, even on busy streets. You can kind of do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. There's way more people. That's why I go out at night. Usually after I go up for a quick run and then I go out at night and I wander. It's beautiful. Come out at night. The freak. Oh, also at night. Since everybody is probably locked up in their house, a good documentary recommendation. If you have HBO, they're also releasing a bunch of shit for free. HBO is. So check it out. Maybe it's one of them. It's called The Scheme. It's good. What's that about? It's about uh, a botched FBI sting operation to stop corruption in the college basketball arena. Oh, my okay. God, dude. What a shit show. I mean, I hate... What year uh, does it take place? Oh, it's now. It's like oh, okay. uh, it, one of the guys just got sentenced like a year ago. But, oh, so uh, like all the recent controversy in the NCAA. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it what a shit show. And I hate the NCAA already because I think they're fucking a bunch of greedy slave driver and cunts. Archaic. But, uh, this, this makes them look, and it makes the FBI and it makes college basketball look so fucking bad. It's great. I highly recommend it. It's only two hours. So you don't have to invest like a fucking Joe exotic eight hours of your life. Joe exotic is quickly reaching Borat status. It's just so it's just everywhere. It's all Dude, over why is the nobody place. Talking about, nobody's talking about doc Antle. That's the real star. He, uh, he's taken the third. I, I read some and he's not happy about his portrayal. Um, I don't think any of them are, but Carol is, uh, they're, they're opening up, a, they may, they're trying to get Carol on a merger to looking into her. I, lo- I love this. I saw she released like a video where she was like, I did not kill my husband. It was like, yeah, of course. What are you supposed to say? Of course you hey, gotta say that. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I didn't kill uh, my husband all those years ago. Dude, if I did, why would I have his uh, fingers on my desk? <laughs> Dude, killing Carol. It's a great nickname. Yeah, it's all. That's all you see is everyone's. I mean, I don't. I haven't met anyone who says she hasn't done it. 
So if she if yeah. went, went to a trial, she'd be fucked. <laughs> Who hasn't I, seen this? I know. And everyone, all of them, of course, are saying, the documentary filmmakers portrayed me to be like this. I'm not really like this. I was like, dude, no matter how much editing you did, you motherfuckers are like that. Like, they couldn't make you look that bad. Well, and all that information's there. They didn't make the stories up. Otherwise, you could sue the shit out of them. Like, you said all, you said stuff. They used it. She said none of the people that talked about her killing her husband were reliable sources. So that includes his wife, his kids, his business partner, his, his lifelong assistant, his lawyer. <laughs> none of, who's, who's a credible person then? Just her, apparently. It's like, all right, Carol. I guess. Yeah. We were, ju- we were just walking before this, and uh, baby Barb and I were like, I don't know, probably like 20 feet behind Courtney. was just like up ahead. Sometimes baby Barb wants to stop like a dog and kind of look around, do, you know, investigate yeah, take, things. Take a leap. And all of a sudden, I saw something like fly through the air, almost hit Courtney in the head. It hit the push car, and I was like, I thought it was a stick from like one of the palm trees or something. And it was, uh, it was some sort of bone. Someone either whipped it at her. What? From a yard or from a house or from the, we don't know. I mean, we were in an area with apartments and houses and stuff. I gave a quick look around the roofs and window. I didn't see anybody or anything. I saw one guy uh, pumping iron in his garage, but he was like a hundred yards away. So unless he was uncle Rico, I don't think he could make that throw. It seriously almost hit her right in the head. Someone's trying to kill her via uh, like an old uh, Chinese food rib bone. You don't think it was like some uh, Russian guy sitting in the second floor apartment with his window eating ch- eating chicken and just chucking the bones outside? This one was like uh, he was eating ribs, but it, this was like an old <laughs> bone that had been, I mean, it hadn't been eaten in, uh, in quite a while. Oh. Oh. And, uh, I don't. I don't know if like a rat or something, maybe from the palm tree. I was thinking maybe like someone something. Oh, bought. it dropped. Maybe I don't know. I, I I seriously looked all around. I saw no nothing, no activity. So I don't know. I don't know if it's some sort of voodoo. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they were upset that she stopped where she stopped and like keep it moving. So they threw the bone. I don't know what the fuck happened. She could have lost an eye. Can you imagine that story when she's older? I'm yeah. blind. Oh, it was a bone. Somebody <laughs> was, threw a uh, bone in my eye. I was uh, doing some pandemic walking and a bone hit me in the face. <laughs> I have no idea who threw it or where it came from. That's crazy. Maybe, maybe it's uh, some sort of murder of it. We should have like put it in a bag and sent it to the cops. <laughs> what if it was like a fucking, uh, what if it was like a finger bone. <laughs> it was uh one of the weirder things, she's like, she goes, that wasn't you? And I'm like, what, do I carry a fucking bone in my pocket <laughs> to throw at you as a, as a bit? No, it wasn't me. That'd be great, though, if you'd start doing stuff like that. <laughs> I start losing. That's how far gone my mind gets in this thing. Where did it come from? It came from at you or up high? Or you don't even know? I, like, I just saw, you know, I wasn't, like, fully paying attention. I just saw something, like, come in, so it could have been either, like, from my vantage point. What a fucking weirdo. Uh, that's super weird, man. And I like looked. I didn't see like no windows where I could. I mean, I don't know. If, I guess if you're going to do that, you have a quick like escape route or you're, you're going to cover it. Was it. Maybe just a lone bone chucker. <laughs> the lone bone man. Yeah. I, yeah, I looked at the Zapruder film and I, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of cops, uh, 
a week ago. I didn't bring it up, but um, I was walking again with the family, and I walked. Uh, we go under. We go under two bridges, and both are shady as fuck with uh, various riffraff and tents and what have you. Dude, you might be walking through a fucking coronavirus hot zone by going in <laughs> under those bridges. I wear uh, infrared goggles to let me know where the where the zones are. Dude, forget the. I, I take that back. Forget the coronavirus. Yeah, you're, probably, you're walking through shit particles. I can't see you. Probably the best thing you could get yeah. <laughs> under this bridge. But uh, I noticed somebody was nice enough to spray paint a swastika. Uh, like right before the bridge on the wall. And I was like, you know, it's it may come as a shock, but I, I wasn't like that impressed by it. And so uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to call as annoying as I know it's going to be. I'm going to call the non-emergency police line later on and just report it, do the right thing. So I call, I was transferred, I think about six times. <laughs> uh, they're like, yeah. what, what, what they're like, why'd you call? They're like, why'd you call this number? I'm like, well, I didn't want to call 911. And they're like, you, you got to call this. And I'm like, what? Well, okay. It said to call this online. And then they're like, where do you live? And then I'm like, I say it. And they're like, oh, you're in the wrong disc. You got to call this one. And then they, they just kept bouncing. I think it's just like, I don't want to take yeah. care of this. And they just balance me, balance me. So then the guy's like, so then I finally get this guy who, uh, let's just say his command of the English language isn't great. And he's like, where was this India? Where did they transfer you to? I don't know if he was Russian. I don't know what this guy He's like, eh, what the, what's going on? And I was like, I, uh, I just want to report a non-emergency crime in my neighborhood. And he's like, okay, what happened? And I was like, I saw something spray painted on a wall. I, I believe it's a hate crime. And I told, he's like, what, what, what do you see? And I was like a swastika. And he's like, what? And I'm like, did he not hear me? And I'm like a swastika. And he's like, what? And I'm like, and I, by this point, I was so annoyed. I go, a symbol for Nazi Germany. Are you familiar with it? And the guy's like, yeah. And he, he like, seriously, like, I don't know if he Googled it or asked somebody. He's like, oh, okay, okay. Like, no clue. Maybe, maybe he didn't think it was a big deal. He's like, eh, I don't see any problem with this. <laughs> so then he was like, where, where was it? And I tell him, and he's like, well, technically, because not the residents, there's no victim. City is the victim. City property. This is vandalism. I'm like, ah, I'm pretty sure it's a hate crime, man. And he's like, no, this is vandalism, and you only can report this online. And I'm like, what? I go, so I can't tell you. And he's like, no, you cannot. I go, so even though I'm talking to you right now, I have to go file this somewhere else by myself. And like, oh, yes. So I go online. Of course, the, I like fill all this fucking shit out. And then I, I go to hit send. It's like, you cannot file this online. I'm like, great. <laughs> so I call again. I get transferred like, I think five times this time. Finally, I get just one guy and he's like, okay, I'll take it. And he seriously did it in about five seconds. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that's, that's the I mean, city, I, get man. I get it. There's a lot going on. They have their, I mean, I'm sure 911 has their hands full, but I don't know what the fuck these people do. Dude, I saw a guy almost fucking kill a guy in his car. He was clearly drunk. He kept hitting the curb. I called 911. They transferred me so many times. The guy, I followed him all the way to his house. He lived in an apartment. And then he went inside. And then maybe 15 minutes later, they're like, all right, so what's the problem? And I go, fucking forget it, man. LAPD gets a, a bad yeah. rap. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it can be hard to see why. <laughs> They're working real hard. Can be tough. One thing I have not seen is cops anywhere. Dude, there are people 
I see them going down my street, 35 mile an hour zone. I bet they're going 70, 80, easy, everywhere. Yeah, one, there's not a lot of cars, too. Everyone's just like in a state of like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's Mad Max style. I went uh, to Target last night. And uh, I saw somebody online say, say this, and I thought it was a good point. They said, like, every time they go grocery shopping or out to get anything, they feel like, like do, it's doing a supply run on The Walking Dead, which is, is the feeling I get. I'm just like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I got to get in. I got to get out. I need a plan. Oh, yeah. I stocked up, so we don't have to go. We just fucking – I just go out at night and then do my daily stuff, so – I, uh, I, I drive, I like to, I, I do take advantage of the driving cause I'm like, it is never going to be like this again. It is beautiful out there. Yeah. So it was the first, I, I think I'm just getting more paranoid as this thing goes on. So I was like, I don't have any medical masks. So I was like, I'm just going to cover my face. So I put like a scarf over my face, like a fucking maniac. Yeah. And I was thinking, and I don't know if I even should say this. I don't want to give anyone the wrong idea. Do not do this. I'm not encouraging anyone to do this. But it would be a hell of a time to rob something because you just go. You can walk anywhere with a ski mask on at all times. Dude, there's some idiots that just robbed two Koreatown restaurants and they took their masks off when they got inside. What? What's the point? Yeah, you can see their face completely. Why did they do that? I don't know. They walked in with masks on and then they pulled them off. I was like, "You guys ever robbed a place? I mean, I've never even robbed a place. I know what the fuck to do there. Maybe they couldn't be heard." Yeah, that might have been the guy's like, "What are you saying?" I can't. What money? What are you talking about? This isn't an I don't have no ATM in here. He's like, "Give me your money." It'd be, it's actually a good plan. You're like, "I can't understand you," and then they pull it off and yell, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then you point at that camera. So I uh, I had a scarf over my face, and then uh, I was walking just in the store, minding my own business, trying to keep my uh, my necessary. I had a six foot uh, ruler out in front of me and behind me. And uh, some people get right up on you. They just, I don't know if they just don't care or they're just flaunting the rules. But I saw two gentlemen. I'll, uh, I'll say they were flamboyantly gay and not in like the uh, fun way and the kind of like we're very judgy and we hate everything way. Okay. <laughs> and, and one of them looked at me, openly stared at me, laughed, then like gestured to his buddy and was like, look at this guy. And that guy really had a good time. But I was like staring at them the whole time to be like, Hey, fuck you. I see you like looking at me. And then I think they like kind of, I'd look kind of crazy. So then I think they were like, Oh, okay. And I turned away. I was like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> when I got home, I guess the mayor of LA, he, he hasn't, it's not a law, but he's like, he recommends everyone wear a mask. If you go to the grocery store. Well, yeah, they're starting to say that maybe you have to wear them all the time. I mean, I already had seen people wearing masks yes. like a month ago in the store, but yeah. What a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> We're in a pandemic and they're still being like, Oh, yeah, it's like, okay. Guy. Look, at look at this guy's fashion. When I walked through the store or I'd say three fourths of the store had like some, like not everyone was wearing medical masks. Like some people had like, you know, like, uh, somebody you wear maybe skiing around your, you know, just various devices. Like you just use yeah. what you have. I'm like, why am I being singled out? I'm like, fuck you. I, in my head, I was like, they may go down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, I guess they're like, were they older gay guys or younger gay guys? Uh, they were 
Young, probably like late twenties, I would guess. Because they were like older dudes, like in their sixties, seventies. They're like, dude, we ain't scared of this. We fucking lived through age. They were both uh, big dudes. They were like six four, six five. So I really, I, I couldn't go like if this goes into any sort of violence, this isn't going to go well. Well, yeah, probably. I don't think it's going to violence. Where they're like, hey, fuck you. What are you going to do? I don't swing, know these guys. Swing on them. It's <laughs> yeah, like a little kid, like, stop laughing at me. These guys didn't like my look. I don't know. They, they may be anti-masks. Dude, maybe they're the ones that painted the swastika on the bridge. Uh, I'll tell the cops. The cops, are they're definitely all over that investigation, I'm sure. Is that a big Jewish community, or do you think they're singling you out? Uh, I don't know. On the other side on that bridge, there's oftentimes, I've talked about it, uh, things that I think may be gang-related graffiti, so I don't know if it's aimed at that. Um, I don't know. I didn't know. It's not really a heavy Jewish area. I think it could be. Yeah, but even Maybe like just directed to me. MS-13 is not really uh, anti-Semitic. They got a lot of other issues that they like to tackle first. Yeah, no, no I'm saying I don't know. I don't, I'm saying I don't know if the people are trying to say we don't like gang members. And so that was their tactic. But I don't yeah. think it's a Jewish gang. I don't, I don't know if they're just going after random ethnicities. I don't know. Hard to say. Maybe it's anti-Ari Shafir after uh, some of his recent uh, behavior. Was it done in marker? Because maybe Ari did it. Uh, I think graffiti, but I didn't really look at it too closely. Because I told you when we were walking, just called, ah, I forgot my marker. Uh, I bought two markers, one for each of us, so that we could write on advertisements as we walked down the street. What is he, a fucking tagger? Who does that? What is he, 14? I like to scratch it out and write things over it. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> okay, sounds fun. He goes, Should we go back? He wanted to go back and get the pen. He's like, "Should we take an Uber ride back and get the pen?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't care that much." Why doesn't he just print up fucking fake advertisements and walk around with tape? Do the I whole thing. I think he's Banksy. <laughs> I think he's right. fucking. I, I, I think, think he's he thinks he's Banksy. <laughs> I think he's ballsy. Judging yeah, by ball- that sack, ballsy sure. We're on Zoom right now. I'm a little scared because apparently uh, people are complaining about Zoom being, like, unsecure. Yeah. And so people are are doing Zoom bombs. There's Zoom bombs where... Yeah, saw that. Like, people will just hack in and do, like, pornography on, like, business needs. My sister, uh, her friend was doing... I like this story. She was doing a Y workout class online. Someone hacked in, started playing some porno. And people went crazy because their kids were in the room. You know, like people had kids in the room while they're working out. And Dude, they're like, what the fuck? I would welcome it with open arms if we got fucking Zoom bobbed. I thought you were going to talk about the Chinese spying on us. No, no, not that. That's the best, that's the best of the uh, situations. This is, uh, I guess, somebody, either a teacher or a business person. They were, uh, they were black and somebody came in and... Uh, I don't know if they were saying it or they just can't, they were making a type on the screen. They were doing the N bombs over and over and over again. Whoa. Well, Which is uh, very bizarre, very targeted in that circumstance. The, uh, the porno is very bizarre as well. I'm assuming they can see people's reactions though. So it's not like a weird prank where you're like, I don't really even get to know what happens. People are doing it for, uh, and recording it for TikTok. TikTok is, uh, not, not loving the TikTok these days. Not that I ever did. 
it might be a very damaging social media platform because it's encouraging people to only do like really shitty stuff and dance. Yeah. I'm glad Earl's on it though, because uh, a lot of people are like, where are the 60 year old men doing dances that I can look at? Did you see he's getting a lot of people saying, okay, boomer. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No, I wouldn't be shocked. We we should actually bomb it and be like, okay, boomer. (laughs) Is he the (laughs) cutoff? I think he, he might make it into the boomer section. He's probably a boomer. He's like a a young boomer. <laughs> he, he's a boomer junior. <laughs> Boomer's the name of the guy that used to cut our grass. Be, Be cool. cool. Boomer Esaias in vacation near us up in the Catskills. Be, Be cool. cool. <laughs> our, we had the smallest house in Bel Air right across the street from Sylvester Stallone. That's uh, the name of his book, Smallest House in Bel Air. But it story. had the longest line. <laughs> <laughs> real sob story. <laughs> uh, Courtney and her friend, uh, Kelly, they had, they had made a good call because they were, they, they were discussing all this, what's going on right now. And they're like, a lot of bad, and I, I, lose the, I use the, word, the term loosely, a lot of bad art will come of this period. And boy, were they, were they on the fucking money with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a I lot of... Bad art comes from every period, too. But I think this time period will be studied of, like, what the fuck were people were doing, like, living room, like, talk shows and, like, real, like, it's bizarre. I had to stop reading the news because all it was was, have you seen Jack Black's TikTok dance video that's taking the internet by storm? And I was like, is this what we're amused by now? Do you remember when we used to watch, like, fucking watch The Godfather, Apocalypse Now? Now we're watching Jack's Black do like a minute long fucking dance routine. The what do we, we devolve to? The stuff that's like crushing the internet. I don't, I mean, probably in general, but I guess I'm just, people are paying more attention to it now. Cause it seems like everyone's just stuck inside for most of the day is, uh, it's just getting stupider and stupider. Yeah. Like Mike judge, uh, really nailed it in, uh, idiocracy. Well, I don't, what my thing is like, how is this entertainment? I, I, like, I understand if you put it out there and this isn't even about Jack Black. This is just about the, the fact that people are running with this being like, you've got to see this. And I was expecting to be like blown away, but I was like, all right, it's a, it's a chubby guy dancing with his shirt off. All right. The decent dancers. Someone, someone emailed me an article about this comic in Chicago. Um, I think he tours around a little bit. Uh, I think Zanies was his home club, it said. And he just started doing this. Like, he missed performing, so he just started doing this thing where he performs for his kids, like, every night, and he films it on Instagram. Yeah. And he's, like, doing real bits that he's writing, like, about the pandemic, and, like, he's really blown up. Like, it's just bizarre. It's like, he's just, you know, he's just like, where, where are you guys from? Oh, you live here? Like, okay. like I don't know. Just like, uh, I don't know the guy. I don't know what he does, but just yeah, seeing hey. and just yeah. all the, all the comics are like, uh, it's just, I don't know. I mean, entertainers in general, it's like a fight of like, who's, who is the neediest? Who needs the most attention? Yeah. I mean, I look, I took it as a time to just start putting some new shit together as opposed to like, uh, time to just take a breather. Like I, I love to perform, but if there's nowhere to perform, I'm not the kind of guy that's going down to like the fucking Santa Monica boardwalk with a microphone to like entertain random people. 
That would at least be better because you would see some sort of react. People are just oh. doing shit out into the ether. Like you have no idea what's even happening. Can you imagine if I took my filth show down to the Santa Monica Pier? I'm like, hey, uh, who bleaches their asshole? Anybody? You <laughs> I mean, that's do, as uh, clean as it gets. You should do a 2 p.m. show. Maybe we should end every show with five minutes of stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's uh, you could. I'm sure you could book guests right now who'd be fucking. We could probably get big names to do it. We could get Eleanor. She's Jonesing. She's uh, yeah. I don't. The people are fucking dying out there. They're just ready to. They want to be seen. They I want to be heard. I like the quiet. To be honest with you, I mean, I don't like the fact that uh, jobs are being lost. I mean. You know, the comedy clubs are closed down. We lose that income, but other people are losing all of their income and their job and everything. That sucks, but I do like this quiet. Like, if I wish that it was, I wish we could somehow get the economy revved back up, but still keep it nice and calm like it is right now. I bet John Little knows how to do that. Yeah, Great Depression, O'Neill. I like how he fled. Like, he's like, okay. He ran to the Dust Bowl. All he told me is, O'Neal, military's going to take over Los Angeles. We're going, uh, what the fuck? How the fuck do I remember? Uh, what do they call it when they take over? Oh, uh, my, it's martial law, O'Neal. What's he talking about? They're coming about? to your house. They, they could just barge in. I go, why would they barge into my house? Because they can, O'Neal. I was like, yeah, but these guys, military guys, are just regular dudes, too, you know? They're like you and I. They're regular people. Yeah, well, well, there's like, they're not fighting anyone where they would need no. like housing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, they don't like, I don't, I don't get that. And why wouldn't that extend to where he is? I'm not going to say where it is. I don't want to get in trouble by him. From Let's just say he's not in Santa Monica anymore. Let's just say there's not a lot of Buca de Beppos around where he's at. I don't think. <laughs> no, there actually could be more Buca de Beppos around where he is. And a lot That's- of Olive Gardens. That's true. So, Speaking yeah. of entertainers who were Jones and uh, I don't know if you saw this one, Aaron will like this because uh, Aaron's a big, big baseball fan. He loves the St. Louis Cardinals, this team. Aaron, and, can we, uh, can you click the camera on so we can see if you got your pants on? <laughs> you I'm, I'm wearing pants. Okay. He's wearing pants. Yo, hey, there he oh, is. Yeah. Hey guys. We see him, but we don't see his pants. <laughs> I mean, you have to trust me on that. All right. All right. Well, we'll take it. Hey. So this is. Uh, wait, hold on. Is, uh, Why does Aaron's door not have a knob on it? Oh, that's the other door. That, nah, don't worry about it. Oh, boy. All right. I don't <laughs> want to get into this. It's because in his household, the, uh, the the fart game doorknob was so prevalent that he was just, he quit and he just took the doorknob off the door so he can just. Well, I guess maybe so he could punch you in the arm forever. <laughs> Cause you could never get the knob. I thought maybe he just got mad and would lock himself in his room. And they're like, no more of that. We're taking your doorknobs off. <laughs> What's he living in an institution? <laughs> All right. Thanks. Aaron. Just <laughs> yes. on you. That's Aaron back to weather. Uh, this is from Newsweek. Uh, this is the, uh, the great Howie moon sent me this. He's an essential worker. He's not too happy about it. Uh, yeah, that would suck. So about a week ago, um, well, this is, I guess, when, when people started first getting locked down, the uh, Fox Sports broadcaster, Joe Buck, son of the uh, 
legendary. I don't even know what his dad's name is. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, who was the play-by-play guy for the Jack. Cardinals? Jack Buck. There I you knew go. it was with a J. These sports families, they can't get away from the fucking first letter of the first name always being the same. I fucking knew it. Oh, Jackie Buck. Joe Buck uh, once had that show on HBO. He decided to do a talk show, and they brought on Artie Lang on the first episode, and Artie was... Uh, what was it called? Fuck the Buck? I don't know, but Artie really... Uh, he really he he says the producers told him like do whatever you want. And I think do you remember he lit a cigarette, oh, yeah. and was making yeah, like yeah. crazy, not crazy, but just edgier. Like for yeah. for them, edgier jokes. They really weren't that edgy uh, in hindsight. But uh, I don't think the show. I don't know if it like got canceled right after that, or it just tanked. Um, anyway, did he make some real uh, well to them controversial comment or something? He was, he did like some stuff that was deemed homophobic, but it was just, he said like, as someone who, who hates the Dallas Cowboys, he's like, how great is it that their quarterback's last name rhymes with homo and people went crazy. What? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. yeah so anyway, it's crazy. So Joe Buck, uh, he like when I think he went online and he, like, he said he's Jones and do play by play. So send him videos and he'll do play by play of like what you're doing. Oh, I, I, I saw him do it with the dogs. When he did it like with his, uh, his wife and kid one day, I think it's how it started and then it took off. So he's like, so I think it's, it started good. Uh, I think, you know, he's doing whatever people were sending him, but then it turns out uh, he said, <laughs> Uh, he got some uh, adult content that uh, people people wanted him to commentate some fuck tapes, like homemade said, fuck tapes, or like yeah. Uh, he said you porno. have to be careful. You have to go through these videos like there's a Pruder film. Second time that's been mentioned because you're horrified that there's going to be something in the background. Oh, there's going to be something hidden, like a highlights magazine that we shouldn't focus on, but it's still there and it becomes some internet thing where I put my voice to something that I shouldn't have. He's the one asking for this shit, by the way. And he said, so I've had he, a couple of, Is he ahead. playing the actual fuck videos? I mean, I think he's watching them. Yeah, but he's, he, cause I saw the dogs. He, he videoed the dogs and then commentated on it. So he's not actually commentate. I mean, he's not showing the people, the fuck videos, the public. No, no. I think he's doing commentary over those and sending them to his friends. Like his buddy, Paul, uh, I got it. Okay. went to high school with. Okay. He said, uh, I've had a couple of submissions from, let's say, a man and a woman that just didn't seem appropriate to put my voice to in this stage of my life. Maybe later in life, but not now. I look at these videos very carefully and pick the ones that seem the most wholesome to put my voice to. <laughs> I don't like really? the, uh, the, the put my voice to sounds like, what are you, fucking, like, Jesus? Like, relax. Dude. Also, I read about that. I watched where the videos expected to be like blown away and I wasn't blown away at all. I was like, okay, this, this is worth about 15 seconds of amusement and then I'm done with it. What's he saying? Like, oh, the dog's sniffing the other dog's ass. Oh, let's go to Troy Aikman on that one. Yeah, he's like, hey, and, uh, you know, Shelly's a golden retriever. She's about four years old. And, uh, oh, there she goes. She's pouncing on Pamela. She's a shih tzu. She's two and a half. You like know that, why there's no like commentary on shit like that? Because it's boring. Like, it, I don't need, I can do commentary in my head. I don't need a professional 
It's just, uh, it's bizarre. I don't get who, it. But uh, who wants a random uh, fuck video out there of a couple? Like, but imagine how, if you go. did want it. If you did want it out yeah, there, how sweet would it be it. to have Joe Buck commentate it? I guess I don't really care. I want Harry He's, Carey to commentate mine. He's thrusting. Oh, here it comes. Yes. I would rather have, have like uh, the WWE guys do it. I'd have Marv. I think I'd have Marv Albert because he got caught biting that lady's ass, allegedly. I oh, I want uh, Jimmy the Greek to do <laughs> well, it. For some race, racial commentary? <laughs> He's a fucking... He was I a great commentator. I want Dick Vitale. Oh, are you kidding me? He's going to come on the titties. Oh, it's awesome, baby. Is that uh, Dick Vitale or Sam Tripoli? It's uh, Sam Vitale Tripoli. Oh, oh, here we go. Tip off. Yeah. Fucking okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> speaking of dogs, this is from uh, the great Hieronymus Lush and Alicia as well. I haven't heard from Alicia in a while. Glad to see she's alive and well. Yeah. This is KMOV4.com. Uh, dude, do you hear about this? A dude in Lakewood, Washington got arrested. Uh, he was in a high-speed chase with the coppers. He, uh, he hit two cars on separate occasions, failed to stop both times. Led state troopers on a high-speed chase. Uh, no major injuries reported. He was driving very erratically, so erratically that multiple people called 911. Trooper oh. Heather Axman told CNN. They said he was driving absolutely recklessly. A pursuit ended uh, at 109 miles per hour. She said one of the troopers attempted to corner the suspect's car, looked inside, and realized a pit bull was sitting in the driver's seat while the, uh, the suspect steered. So I think this guy was in the passenger. Why? Was he drunk? I don't know. He was trying to evade the troopers. Uh, they drove on the Centennial Trail, a trail for pedestrians and bicyclists, uh, being known for being busy. She said the fact that there wasn't anybody on the trail is nothing shy of miraculous. Which I, I, would, I don't know if that has to do with the uh, lockdown or not. Eventually, they got him with the old spike strips, the pit bull. I guess the dog had never seen uh, seen that sort of thing. Dude, this guy threw the dog in at the last minute. There's no way this fucking dog was driving through a, a small pedestrian trail. He's doing 109. Come on. <laughs> this guy was like, you know what? I'll throw the dog over here and say the dog did it. At least this is some a, sort of joke out of it. This is a perfect Disney movie plot where the dog gets, does prison time, gets out, then joins the uh, like NASCAR. Who's the dog? Tim Allen? Is this I think like a it's, sequel? To the I think it's Air, Air Bud switched from basketball to uh, car racing. Dude, what a pain in the ass it would be to make a goddamn movie. I can't believe they made so many Air Bud sequels. You know how hard it would be to make that fucking movie with a goddamn dog? We worked <laughs> with a dog. Jesus Christ. To get 30 seconds of footage took us like five hours. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Uh, when he guy finally got stopped, this guy said he was trying to teach his dog how to drive. Great. This guy's a real comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Cops always say this, and I don't know why they, they feel the need to say it when they're asked in articles. Uh, the cop said, I wish I could make this up. I've been a trooper for almost 12 years, and wow, I've never heard this excuse. I've been in a lot of high-speed chases. I've stopped a lot of cars. I've never 
have I got an excuse that they were teaching their dog how to drive? Yeah, no shit. What, is, what do you think this happens once a fucking month? It's a bizarre situation. We get it. What, also, what kind of dipshits? It only takes a real fucking dickhead to be like, well, who is the dog? I mean, it's a guy who's clearly fucked who's like, all right, I'm going to have one last laugh. But, uh, the cop said the dog was a very sweet girl and was taken to the animal shelter uh, after the dude got arrested, which I don't agree with. I think if the guy's nice enough to let the dog drive, which is, you know, most people don't do that. I think what? they let the let. I think they should let the guy keep it. Well, I think they should let the dog drive the car home at least. Yeah, the dog wasn't drunk. Give the dog a quick breathalyzer, and then say, uh, "All right, well, it looks like you get the car." Uh, you know what? You they can do sh- a Fast and the Furious with dogs. <laughs> I, I think there's a new market. What are you talking about? <laughs> Like a post-apocalyptic world where humans are dead and now dogs. Hey, why don't you do Planet of the Apes meets Fast and the Furious? That'd be like a they've movie. evolved so far that now we have a uh, we have a Planet of the Apes drag racing culture. I just watched uh, I Am Legend, and uh, his dog was he really had that thing highly trained, old Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith was uh, pretty jacked for just having a home gym. He was uh, he was doing those uh, pull-ups. He's really, really getting it done. Yeah, I don't think you can get that body just doing those pull-ups. I didn't really understand uh, why the, all the zombies were super jacked. Yeah, man. I mean, because they were all, they, they found a creatine factory nearby. <laughs> were, they all, were, they, were they all working out as hard as he was? I don't know. I hate when they do that. I didn't like that movie because I didn't like the monsters. They were all CGI. They look real fake. Yeah, Will Smith became like an unreal golfer during the. Uh, I should try to do that during the lockdown. Yeah, dude. Uh, Abby and I were walking around the neighborhood the other day, and there's some lady. She has a huge window on the second floor. She has her bed right next to the window, and the window's open, and she's clearly learning how to play the flute. But it was such an LA moment where it's like it, she wanted the whole neighborhood, everyone that walks by, to see her like learning a craft picking up a trade during the fucking quarantine. I told her, I was like, you can't get any more LA than this. Like, look at this. I learned to play the flute. What did you guys do when you were in quarantine? I don't know though. A bunch of my friends from home, they kind of were like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, what do you mean? What are you doing? And they're like, one of them's like, I'm learning Spanish. And I was like, wait, do we like have to have an assignment? Like, I one's like, Oh, I'm going to try to play the guitar. And I'm like, I, I don't like, Oh, maybe it's I didn't know this way. was like summer camp where we had to like try to like better ourselves via one uh, <laughs> hobby. Well, I'm not gonna have uh, I'm not gonna have much new to talk about at dinner parties after this. Everyone else is gonna be playing the piano. Somebody's gonna bring a violin in. I'm, I don't have any new skills I've picked up. I think we're all gonna have to write an essay. What What, what did I do on my coronavirus lockdown? And if you, uh, if you, yeah, the government's going to judge it. If you don't fucking do what they want. What do you think? Me, Little's uh, do, what do you think he's doing? Uh, yeah, I'm learning to fucking, you remember those lumberjack competitions? I'm learning to do that shit. He's doing, learning to do the, uh, ca- camber toss. You know, where <laughs> they have that fucking log. Throw it up. Hey, I'm everybody. Be, uh, come outside. Watch me do the camber toss. I'm going for world's strongest man style. I already got a bit of a gut. I just need to get a big upper body. That's literally like what he should go for now. 
Fuck it, Jack. I'm just going world's strongest man body. That, uh, that was a bit on uh, the new Eliza Schlesinger uh, sketch show. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I... Uh, oh, oh, boy. Oh somebody, boy. I know, somebody I know told me to check it out. Uh, that same person hit me up, and I... Whoa. whoa. Wait, you're, fr- you're friends with uh, Harlan Williams? Yeah. 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 That's who, that's who told me. <laughs> Uh, joy. Imagine if he just joy. got back to him and he got pissed at me. And he's like, "Why would you say that?" Uh, I didn't tell you that. Hey, I didn't say if it was us. bad or good. I just said, uh, "Check it out." I didn't say that either. But I, maybe they just don't want their name used at all. Yeah, but uh, it's it's a real it's a real pandemic treat. I'll just tell you that. Speaking of pandemic treats, uh, who sent me this? I think I, uh, I think. Barb may have sent me this, but I could be wrong. Uh, actually, no, I forget. Sorry, I forget who sent me this. But uh, this is from BuzzFeed. New Jersey's really having a good time during the, uh, the old corona. A dude, uh, these are things that have been reported. A dude hosted a house party where more than 30 people were uh, in attendance. They were filming videos, posting it on YouTube, which is cool. That's Thumbs up to that video. Uh, a rabbi hosted a party for 25 young students at an all-boys school where he's the headmaster. Dude, what kind of pervo is this fucking guy? Where he's, he's like, like, I got to have these boys over to the house no matter he's like, what. You, you have to come. I don't care about the rules. Four people, four people held weddings in New Jersey. A uh, woman who would let, uh, and then the, uh, this is the topper. A lady broke, because uh, they're on, like, I think, mandatory lockdown there. She broke the law. To allegedly throw a Molotov cocktail at her boyfriend's house. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so she's like, I have a valid excuse. I got to go firebomb this guy's house. He's a real piece of shit. By the way, way to go old school, man. That's like uh, 70s mafia style right there. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, this isn't her first. I don't think that's like you're like, oh, I'm going to try this out. I think she's experimented with this before. Yeah, but what do you like? What do you do? Nobody just starts off with like a Molotov cocktail. They they start somewhere else and then they move up to that. That's like a ballsy fucking move. You got to get gas. You got to get the bottle. You got to get the rag. I mean, this isn't something just laying around the house. Sound like she was on the rag. Hi oh. Yeah, I wonder what um, she uh, was doing before that. I mean, what do you? What's the starter? What's the? Uh, what's the fucking? Uh, the gateway? They call it, yeah, the gateway <laughs> thing for that. Uh, I guess people in Jersey, this is a, a go-to play when they're getting pulled over by cops. I guess cops there aren't taking a break. During traffic stops, they're telling the cops that they have coronavirus like in hopes that the cop will like, run away. Some even were said to have spit on police officers. What the fuck is happening in New Jersey? But, I mean, they have your plate. I mean, they know who you are. They'll just fucking arrest you. I mean, you're not yeah, going to get away. It's assault. No. Man, Can you imagine happens? if you spit on a cop and you tell him you have coronavirus, the fucking ass kicking you're going to get by them and, like, five other yeah. cops who pull on the scene? By the way, a shitload of cops already have it. So you might, I'd be more worried about the cop giving it to me. I do. There was a guy in Thailand who was on a train who apparently had it. He spit in the fucking guy's face. They said the guy. They said he was like visibly in horrible hell. I don't know why anyone let him on the train. 
Uh oh, you're breaking up. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're back. Uh, yeah. He's spitting on people on the train. Yeah. And then, uh, he died on the train. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I hope they just kicked him off the side. Well, they said he, I think he died, uh, at the toilet. I guess he was like, he was, they said he like looked visibly sick. And so everyone's like, why the fuck was he? What a lunatic. Why would happen? If I would tell people I had Corona and diarrhea, just like the old day, like, that's the old excuse. Why were you speeding? I have diarrhea. <laughs> that's the John. That's the John Little excuse for everything. One <laughs> twenty-three-year-old uh, in Jersey. Uh, she's alleged to have called nine one one and falsely claimed to have the virus in a bid to force the closure of her community college. It's like, hey, man, it's community college. This isn't fucking Harvard Law. How about you just skip the day if you're going to go to these lengths to try to get out of whatever you're trying to get out of. Also, what community college is, oh, like, what college is open? Apparently, this community college, it doesn't want anyone to miss any time. It's probably online, even, and she wanted to get it canceled. The owner of a billiards hall was also charged for keeping his business open, despite it being uh, deemed not essential. He got warned about it. He reopened that customers inside when the coppers came by. I don't know. Billiards? Non-essential? I think it's essential. I mean, it depends who you are. Rogan's a big uh, billiards man. So is Dom Herrera. They used to play together, to my uh, knowledge. There you go. It's essential. <laughs> no. The woman who threw them. There's shit in my town or uh, my neighborhood that's open. And I was like, this is not essential. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I see shit all the time. There was a toy uh, store that was open that was like, this isn't essential. Is it a sex toy store? Uh, yeah, it's tech, Sex Toy Story, the movie. Oh, yeah, I like that one. I like, uh, like you can keep the character name of Woody and Buzz. Both work. Yeah, and Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, shove them right up in Pretty there. much all of them. Uh, 20, the 24-year-old is uh, who did the Molotov cocktail. Didn't, uh, didn't pay attention on her online tutorial. Didn't go off. What so did she it? just whipped it. <laughs> She just whipped it and nothing happened. <laughs> oh, she, you know what she didn't do? I bet she didn't soak the rag. Oh, yeah, that's amateur you, hour. You always got to soak the rag or it's going to blow out. You never, fi- you never fire a, a warning Molotov cocktail. <laughs> so what? Some guy just found a bottle with gas in it. <laughs> uh, she faces assault, uh, arson. Oh, no, she, she faces a bunch of shit. And on top of that, you get hit for violating the stay-at-home order. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Where this, <laughs> That's the uh, least of words. The saddest part of this whole thing is New Jersey, uh, according to BuzzFeed, where this is at, New Jersey turned to a New Jersey state legend to make a PSA. And uh, they go to Bruce Springsteen. Did they do a hologram of the late, great Bam Bam Bigelow, the wrestler? No. They went with Mike, the situation. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. (laughs) That's who they went to? Are you kidding? A guy's a fucking ex-con. The guy who did tax evasion in your fucking state. And you're like, hey, man, how about you be the face of our government? What the fuck is wrong with people? It's almost like they're in, New Jersey's embracing 
this stereotype that they are. It's almost like a marketing scheme where they're like, Hey, we'll bring it. To, hey, we'll just play this. That's like, who's next? Florida, Florida going to have like some meth out guy on their flag. <laughs> fucking, uh, they're going to get, uh, what's this? The tiger King out of prison. The fucking speeches. <laughs> He's not from Florida, but no way. Dude, I, that is I heard Jersey Jersey does government meetings on uh, the, the Jersey Shore Pier. They bring chairs. Oh, that's crazy. What a bunch of fuck. What a bunch of fuck tarts. So he did. Uh, he made a video and it's uh, as well spoken as you'd imagine. He said, New Jersey's tough. We love the party and we love even harder, but. The time for parties is over. Some of us aren't taking this situation what, seriously. What is this guy talking about? What is he <laughs> fucking... Who's he talking to? What, the fuck? what about normal people that live there? Like, what the fuck? By the way, I've never heard of people being like, oh, if you're from Jersey, you really love to party. What the fuck does that mean? I have heard them say, we love harder. <laughs> it's like, we love partying, but you know what we love more than partying? Love. What are By the you way, about? there was some <laughs> somebody should lose their fucking job over this decision to get to come in and make a, a serious PSA to the residents. Uh, that fucking Pauly dude from Jersey Shore, some chick uh, allegedly accused him of. Uh, she said she fucked him, and then he made her eat out of a dog bowl and like puke it up and like lick her puke back up. Was it her? Or was it him or Vinny? I thought it was, I don't was know. It which Vinny? One. I, I thought it was what? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was Vinny. I don't know. It was How one dare of the Jersey you, Shore you guys. the name of DJ Polly D whatever the fuck his name. By the way, it was all allegedly. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, so I hope, I hope the, uh, the citizens take Mike, the situation Sorrentino uh, seriously. I hope they don't. I hope they rebel against the fucking government for putting this fucking monkey in front of everybody to dance like a fucking moron. Well, like, is Zach Braff, is he from Jersey? I know he did the movie Jersey State. Is that about, like, is that based on uh, He didn't do Jersey State. Oh, no. Uh, what movie didn't he do? Oh, no. Uh, Garden State? Garden, Garden State. State. Yeah. I mean, it's called Garden State. Well, is Jersey the Garden State? I don't even know. It is, which I don't know why. should be the Olive Garden State. Uh, you know, we like to party. We like to do gardens. They should have got the dice, man. He's from close enough. He's from Brooklyn, not that far away. You can talk about, I grew up outside Jersey. Fuck you. Big shithole. I've ever fucking seen. The situation and all those guys are from Staten Island. Not even. What? They're not, they're not even from fucking Jersey? No. They're just oh. there for the summer. Oh. So why the fuck? So that's Bomb even Aaron shit. comes in dropping bombs. Truth bombs. Yeah, Dude, that's that was... fucking crazy. So they get a moron. If you're going to get a moron, get a moron from your own state at least then. These guys are going to out-of-state assholes to represent them. It's unbelievable. It, it's funny he says that, though, because when I, I went to the University of Maryland, my freshman year of college, I transferred out. And it was like, just, it seemed like it. I don't think it, I'd like to see the numbers, but it felt like it was 60% Long Island or New Jersey residents. Um, it turns out I'm not a, a huge fan of either <laughs> location. 
Yeah, I don't blame you on that. The uh, uh, isn't Renazzi uh, Long Island? He is. So is uh, Tim Dillon. But whenever um, the people would be like, "I'm from New Jersey," the Long Island guys would be like, or like everyone would be like, "Oh, it's the biggest shithole in the country." And they'd be like, "No, that's not true. It's Staten Island." <laughs> like, like I think that's what their like their parents were like. You don't take that. You tell them. It's a real shithole. It's Staten Island. It's not Jersey. Aren't they all in like the top five? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're all. I don't think there's much of a difference. Everybody hates. Like, hey man, fucking. I grew up in Indiana. Everyone's like, fucking Indiana sucks. Fuck you. I don't know. Whatever. There's bad things you can say about any place yeah. in the country. Nowhere is perfect. I love when I love people when they have uh, geographical rivalries. That's the that's my favorite when someone's like, oh yeah, you know that place fucking sucks, or or geographical like you had a in it, or geographical pride. It's like it's where your family settled. Like it, it really shouldn't be. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. And you can move. Like there's other places to. If you want to leave, you can leave. It's like you're not forced to live in one spot. I can't believe that fucking uh, the situation is not even from fucking Jersey. It's just. Did you see Larry David did a PSA for, uh, for LA? No, what do you say? On Instagram, pretty good. He's like, uh, what, 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 he was like, uh, what, why are you going outside? Nothing good ever happens outside. Stay inside. <laughs> Take advantage of this once in a lifetime. You can watch TV all day, every day. It was pretty funny. I saw Mel Brooks did one with his son, too. Wow. Jesus Christ, how old is Mel Brooks? 99? It was all about how like his son was like old people are at risk and it was like Mel Brooks. Like it was like, so, you know, you got to keep your distance. And Mel Brooks basically saying like, get the hell out of here from behind a glass door. Okay. His son wrote world war Z the book. I know. Yeah. Old, old Max Brooks. Yeah. He's a good, he's, a, he's a good dude. Speaking of good dudes, John Jones got uh yet another oh. DUI. Congratulations to Johnny. DUI Jones. He should be forced to use the fight name DUI Jones. Yeah. I mean, does he uh, have a license? How can he even have a fucking license? Like five DUIs at this point. I mean, we're, we're a week late on this story, but still it needs to be talked about. Oh, you didn't hear. He's already been sentenced. Yeah. He got, uh, he got, he got uh, house arrest, which we're all on house arrest for four days. Yeah. We're on house arrest for fucking through. I know. So what does it matter? He's already at, he's already done with it. His house arrest is already over. I saw the thing. They're like, well, he has to wear an ankle bracelet. So uh, no, give me a fucking ankle bracelet. What's the difference? Dude, on a regular week, I have, there's been a time where I didn't leave the house for four days when I wasn't even in quarantine. <laughs> O'Neal, I had diarrhea for four days. And I'm talking, I, I didn't get off the toilet once. There, John dude, Little. There's days where John Little doesn't leave that, or weeks where John Little doesn't leave the house for four days. Dude, the, the fact that this guy, let's go through his fucking record. He, he wrecks his Bentley when he's 24 into a telephone pole. He's got two chicks in there. Not much happens to him. Then he fucking crashes into a pregnant lady, injures her, flees the fucking scene, doesn't really get any damage after that. He's caught drag racing. Nothing really happens with that. Now he fired a firearm. I don't know if you saw the video where he's arrested. I thought he was out in the middle of nowhere. He was in like 
a business like a downtown area. area. Yeah, there was like yeah. he did you see he was like he claims that he just he he was like slow was like I was stir crazy and I and I was just talking to home what are you were what are you talking about? Also, how how stupid is this guy to not go I'll take a lawyer right now. Have you been drinking? I want to speak to my lawyer. I'm not going to say anything else. Take me downtown. Give me my yeah, lawyer. This, is, this isn't your first drunken rodeo. You know the drill. Like You know how to, what to do. I'm sure somebody said, hey, man. Did you hear he, he was rolling around with a bottle of tequila. He, like, he drank. They said, I mean, I don't know how much was in it to begin with, but it was half. Depends how you look at life, empty or full. And he, was, uh, he had weed all over his shirt. Did you hear Chael Sonnen was like, he said that the police uh, embarrassed John Jones by making him go through the field sobriety test. And what? I was like, he goes, he goes, John Jones admitted to already having a drink. You didn't have to put him through that. And I go, is this guy familiar with the law at all? You, first of all, John Jones didn't just have one drink, like he said. Evidently, he may have drank a half a bottle of tequila. Also, you got to prove in a court of law that he was intoxicated. You need a field sobriety test. Then when you take them down, you give them a breath or blood test on top of it so that you have indisputable evidence that this fucking guy was driving around impaired. You can't just go, oh, you admitted to it? All right, great. Come on down. Get out of here. Was, I was unaware of uh, once you fight MMA, you're exempt from certain laws. It's like, it's officer, here's my, uh, here's my UFC fight card. I, I do not have to uh, go through the impairment test. Dude, ju- uh, Dana White should just boot him. He because he, something terrible is going to happen. And nobody's giving him any repercussions. And he loves making these speeches of like, I'm so disappointed. It's like, are you? Because you keep doing it over and over and over again. So it's like, you're clearly not that disappointed. Because, I mean, who shoots a fucking gun in the middle of a busy, a fairly busy street? Dude, that seems to be downplayed uh, by the courts and everything. I mean, that'd be a pretty serious deal if he's firing a weapon in what wasn't an empty area. There were people, you could hear them walking by. And then on top of it, they let, this guy's also had multiple infractions with cheating in the fucking UFC. Multiple failed drug tests, not just for fucking party drugs, but for fucking steroids and other shit. I think you gotta let him walk until he earns his way back. Maybe then, because nobody's giving him any repercussions. This guy needs this, to be in like a rehab facility for like six months, a live-in rehab facility. The same day that uh, I think that happened, or maybe the day after, like it was still trending on Twitter, and his younger brother Chandler Jones, who used to play for the Patriots, now plays for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, he was trending because he donated a shit ton of money to coronavirus. So I was like, there's a tale of uh, two brothers yeah. kind of different paths. Also, John Jones was like, basically made the excuse of, I've been giving back so much to the community that I haven't been working on myself. And I was like, fuck you. He said he was down there talking to homeless people, making them feel like human beings. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) He's like, I was drinking with homeless people because everyone else is quarantined and I'm an alcoholic. So what am I going to do? Also, normally I wouldn't say like if somebody's at their job, and if they have a regular job and they get a DUI, I don't think it's that big of a deal. The problem is he's a public, very public figure. He's representing a company. He's a title holder in a division. So what you do on the outside, if it's like this type of behavior and it's repetitive, then there should be some serious repercussions for it. 
a lot of people say this, and I agree, but he's never been the same ever since he punched us in the balls at uh, at a bar after a uh, FX TV show premiere. Do you think that maybe he feels he feels so bad about that that he can't sleep, so he has to drink himself to sleep? It's uh, it's rumored. I I can't. I don't know. I can't say one way or the other. But uh, Rogan keeps bringing up CTE, but what he fails to realize is that like even ten years ago, he was getting in trouble with the law. It wasn't anything new. John he Jones punched us in the balls. He didn't have CTE, and he was partying pretty hard back then. John Jones did the class. He didn't do the "Do you know who I am?" But he did a great. Let me th- throw it in there so to see if they take the bait. Because he goes, yeah. he did. He did something wrong. He goes, you know, I get punched in the head for a living. So it was like, please ask me who I am. I'll tell you. I'm not going to volunteer it. He really played that victim where he's like, uh, I have terrible memory. I have d- terrible short term memory. I was like, all right, so what do you what do you have? Brain damage? Then don't fight. The cop must have been like from all the weed on your shirt. Like what's the what's your, your like what the fuck, man? Dude, some tells me that um the reason he didn't say he wanted a lawyer, this is all speculation. I bet you he gets pulled over a lot and the cops let him go. Or just give him a ride home. Yeah, man. And maybe. that's why he's like just tried to be the nice guy, like yeah, I've had a few drinks, like, and I'm sure like, John, why don't we give you a ride home? Maybe, I don't know, but something tells me the way he acted. Any idiot that's been in trouble with the law as many times as he had immediately would say, I want a lawyer. But he also knew, I guess he knew he was above the law. He's like, fuck it. I'll admit to what I did. I'm not going to get in trouble. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, imagine if he really is punchy at some point, how bad, I mean, things can get real bad then. Dude, I had a buddy, he's, uh, he just had his, he might be on his fourth DUI, but he, he had three. I mean, he lost his license after two for a year. After one, no, first one, he lost it for a year. Second one was bad. Third, I think he lost it for years. Yeah, I mean, Jones, like, driving around. Jones is the classic, like, the guy's got tons of money. This is in New Mexico. It's not like he's, you know, it's. Hire a fucking limo driver. Drive around and like do whatever the hell you want. Don't shoot guns, but yeah. I mean, I I always wonder like what was he? Where where were his kids? What was going on like at home? Like I what, want like the girlfriend his because he's not married. His girl who's been with since forever. Yeah, like, you never hear from her. Like what is she like? At one time he had condoms in his car, and I have a feeling they weren't for <laughs> using them for her. Dude, he was with like strippers when he wrecked once. I just like, is she just like, whatever? I know it all goes on, but it, I think is, she's, what it is. I think she's waiting because now they're the common law married. I think she's entitled to like half. Just build that net, just build that net worth up. Keep building it up. And then when you're at like 50, 60 million, just take half and be like, all right, it was worth he, it. He recently said something that was like so like old school misogynistic about like having all daughters. And he's like, you know, it was basically like, I wish I had a son, but girls are cool because when I'm older, they'll cook for me and like, do shit. like I was like, what the fuck? Man? I was like, is he just like out of touch? Or do you like, is he just not understand? Like, I don't get it. She also may have been with him so long. So it's just been a gradual progression of like somehow brainwashing her. Yeah, I don't know. So it's hard to say. And yeah. then uh, the other MMA story is, 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 are there, aren't they? It's the uh, Khabib. No, he's Kobe. out. He's out? 
He he flew back to Russia. No, but they say he, he may. They say he That's, may be allowed out on a jet now. No, no, he said I'm staying. Does he want out of the fight? Like, what happened? Why? What do you mean? First of all, so he's training in San Jose. He goes, I don't know if the fight's going. I don't even know why I'm training because Dana White is not giving me a 100% answer on this. So they say the fight's going to be in Abu Dhabi. So he flies to Abu Dhabi. When they land in Abu Dhabi, he says, uh, "Guess they tell him Abu Dhabi is going to be on lockdown. Or I think it was in Abu Dhabi or what? Uh, what Dubai. I, was, I think it was Dubai. He was in UAE, so it must have been Dubai. Okay, so they say we're locking down the air, like the the fucking airports. No one's coming in or out. So this is your last chance to get the fuck out. So since he's near Russia, he just flew home, and he goes, "Fuck this." I mean, dude, he's the champ. Dana's not telling anybody where it's at. He's not even. He's not giving anybody any information. Khabib doesn't know if he's getting the fuck out. So he goes, "You know what? Fuck it." I would too. I was a champion. Dana was, lo- you know, Dana loved this. And he was like pushing Tony to fight Gaethje because he's like, if he loses, then I can throw my boy Connie back yeah. in there for the rematch that no one wants to see. Connie says he's training. He said he would fill in. Connie, uh, he's been doing a lot of like PSAs in Ireland about like staying home and blah, blah, Yeah, because his aunt supposedly died of corona. He's like, and also, if you see elderly men at the bar, uh, punch them in the back of the head. I will say, I do like the turn he's taking. It's a great PR move. I'm starting to like him more. He's not the brash asshole who's flaunting, like, all his money and, like, how he's above the law. He's starting to think of other people. Now, he took some jabs at Khabib, which, I mean, dude, he got stomped. Yeah, it's like, dude, you shouldn't say anything. Like, you got whipped. If it were, like, even a closer fight, I would have been like, all right, you can talk shit. But, like, he fucking dominated you the entire time. No, he has no no legs to stand on with that. So, um, yeah, I I do think, though, like, if if you're the champion and your boss isn't even telling you, like, what do you – your training camp's going to be all fucked up. You don't even know where you're fighting. You, by the time you get to where you're fighting, you got to acclimate to the time zone. Now this guy's in fucking Dubai. Now Dana's like, it might not be there. So, and now the borders are closing. He's like, I'm done. Like, why is he jumping through hoops? I don't get what Dana's doing with this. Like, I'm fucking Steven Seagal above the law. Like, what do you, like, what? Just cancel the fucking events, man. Nobody needs this fight that bad. By the way, now that Habib's out, I'm out. I don't give a shit about this fight. And I don't think these guys should ever fight again because this is the fifth time that they've tried to get this fucking thing together and it has blown up in their face again. They, they're not meant well, to fight. I've seen a lot of people online, like uh, MMA writers and stuff, saying like, you know, obviously Dana makes, he's making money on this. He claims that it's all, you know, I'm doing this for the fighters, sure. But they're like, if you get injured, which people did at that Brazil fight card, they won't treat you because you have to be quarantined for 14 fucking days. So say you break your jaw or whatever, uh, you're just stuck with an injury for 14 fucking days. It could derail your whole career. So it's like, yeah, great, Dana. Like, it's, I'm glad you're fucking, you know, having the time of your life, but it's not great for everybody involved. And these guys aren't like Khabib and Ferguson. Yeah, I mean, they'll make millions, but the other guys on the card, you know, I get it. They need to fight to to – you know, make ends meet. If I were the UFC, I would just kind of 
divvy out some money to some fighters, man. And then when shit gets back to normal, you can't be pushing this fight. No country will hold it. You're literally down. Your options are down to almost zero globally. Why are you pushing? Yeah, I don't get it. It's like, come on, man. It, it just doesn't make Vince McMahon, like, uh, he, like, is hell-bent on having WrestleMania. It's like, you either postpone it. Like, it's not the end of the world, man. <laughs> There's not anything at stake at WrestleMania. It's I fucking know. fake. And he's like, we got to put the show on. What the show must go on. I mean, this is also a guy, though, when somebody died at the show, he's like, well, let's keep on going. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Uh, I saw, which made me think of this, uh, they got in trouble for it. 600-pound life wouldn't shut down filming amid all this shit. It's like, are you fucking scumbags? Now that I support. That I support 100%. So they shut it down for a little bit. Now they're back. They're back filming. I love it. (laughs) There's one show in the world that should keep filming during this crisis, and it is my 600-pound life. I 100% support you, TLC. You can do no wrong in my eyes. Many ones used to being stuck in their house at 600 pounders. Getting out is the hard part. This guy, at least of his worries, is coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) So good for TLC for uh, trekking through. Dude, yes. I mean, yeah. They're not going to have any trouble. They're going to die before corona gets them. Speaking of which, I'm all caught up with 90 Day Fiance. There's, there are two people on it, but one in particular. There are two unbelievable catfishing schemes going on. These people are the most oblivious fucking people. This guy is like in his 50s. He's from Vegas. He has a great uh, like jet black dye job over the ear, 1980s Tony Danza hairstyle, a hair helmet. Yeah. And uh, he's got a lady in Russia, but he's been trying to find ladies in Russia for years. He's trying what? How hard is it? I don't know. He, so he meets one woman years ago, and he's like, yeah, we just didn't have that spark. And I think the woman probably would have been into him, but he wasn't into it. Now he's like friends with her. So whenever he goes there, she's like his point man. But she's married and has like kids. And I'm like, why the fuck is she loyal? Is he paying her? Like, why is she loyal to this guy? She, they made a connection, man. So he has this lady going. He's been with her for, or he claims they're together seven years. Never met. She, she refused, not only that, she refuses to leave the site they're on because it's a paid site. So anytime he chats with her, he's getting ding for money. He's estimated he's paid $100,000. No way. To her. So wait, she's like a cam girl? I think it's to the company. Minus the cam? It could just be somebody at the company making the money. She must be getting a cut of that. Otherwise, why wouldn't yeah, you yeah, yeah. answer the phone? Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Also, what fucking server is he? What kind of moron is this guy? Why wouldn't he just go, uh, yeah, hey, I'm not paying anymore. We can just talk on the fucking phone. He, he, he's like, I've asked her, but she, she says she, she won't leave. Like he's, he's like, can yeah. we talk? <laughs> Seven Years. He's tried to meet her like six times. He's like, you know, the first five, she had very invalid excuses. She had a surgery. Her brother died. Like all just these. I'm like, this guy is crazy. How horny is this dude? 
he said, uh, not very, because he's like, I haven't had sex in seven years, because he hasn't seen this woman, because he's dedicated to her. What's this guy look like? He, they showed a picture of him when he met the, the woman, like his point woman in, in Russia. He was wearing a floor-length leather Steven Seagal trench coat. No. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Wait, who's the, who, some guy from 90 Day Fiance just got out of prison. I saw the headline. And he it's, lost like 100 pounds. As George, he was with this Russian lady who was one of the meanest people ever in the history of the world. She stayed with him. She would key his car. She keyed idiot into the side of his car because they got in like a very small <laughs> fight. She is insane. <laughs> what, 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 he went to jail for like drugs and shit. I think he was dealing like, like heavy, amount, heavy amounts of weed before it became legal. Did, he, uh, did they show any of that on the show? He mentioned it. He said, I have, uh, I think he did. No, maybe not. I don't think, I don't, cause I don't think they were filming him when that happened, but these catfishes are unbelievable. I mean, it's hard to like, you're like, it's just crazy to think seven years. Yeah. And so he's there now on the show, you know, this obviously happened a while back, but, and the woman stands him up at a train station and so when he goes, he has to, he's text, he has to like all this, he has to start like getting in contact with her, which costs some money. And so he's like, I have her address once because she gave it to me because oh we were going to go on a cruise. So he tells the woman he met, he goes, I'm going to track her down. She goes, first of all, that part of Russia is very far from where we are. Second of all, you're going very close to where there's an active war. And she's like, the roads, from what I hear, are horrible. You could lose your wheel or even your car. She's like, don't go. Oh. The guy's like, I'm going. I have to do this. No way. And he it's, went? He's, I, think, I think he is going, it seems like. It's like, right, that's where they left off. Dude, is this, is this chick hot? I mean, like, for Whoever him, it's like, it is. I mean, for, we don't, did the crew meet up with her or they just talked through her through, like, Skype? We don't even know if she exists. No, she like she's not even on the show. You don't even know oh, who so it is. This is a hundred percent. You we don't know what that she's a real person. Even no, yeah, very likely okay. not who she says she is. Man, what a fucking dope. If she is who she says she is, she's just clearly doing this for the money. Yeah, but I mean, look, I get, I get it. But like you know, people here. I mean, you you've chatted with people before that you didn't know. For a oh while. yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just you get into a rhythm, and then it becomes like part of your life, and you just fucking get into the routine of it. Seven years deep, though, and four flights to Russia. That's insane. oh yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah. There's a few red flags there <laughs> for sure. And every time it's like, oh, uh, why didn't I make it? Um, What's wrong with him? I, every one of them, like a psychiatrist, would have a field day with these people, but. Uh, I don't, he's just like, I've never been married. I just like, I, I've always wanted to be, Oh, he says he loves the Russian accent because he would watch, uh, Bullwinkle and, uh, what the fuck. Oh, Cause, uh, and, the Natasha and, character, and she wasn't even really doing a Russian. It was like a weirdo. Like no it was just like way. a voiceover actor doing like a weird interpretation. So this guy was getting boners watching Rocky and Bullwinkle and like jerking it to fucking, what was her name? Natalia, Natasha, Natasha. He said, even when I was five, that, uh, you know, I did it for, I was like, was he coming in his pajamas? What are you talking about? Mom, can I just stay up and watch Rocky and Bullwinkle and jerk it one more time? 
this guy is a real. He's. I don't know. They don't say what he does, but he claims he's got a ton of money. Um, apparently, he's willing to spend hundred grand. Dude, I hope he's got money to burn. Hundred grand in seven years. It's not an insignificant, insignificant amount of money. Fifteen G's on phone calls a year. By and by the way, there are probably plenty of real Russian women who would come marry him. It, like yeah, if for like if he's like I'm success, I have money, I'm success. Like dude, they have whole sites set up just for Russian women that want to come to America and marry American men. And he picked he picked a bad one. He yeah, picked some cu- fucking guy. The reason that address is a sham. They they he knows that anyone he asks about that address will tell him not to go there. It's gonna be just some fucking Russian dudes who are milking this guy. Probably be, like a hundred others. Might be Fedor Emelianenko and just come out and fucking kick him in the face and rob him. Or his brother, Alexander uh, Emelianenko, the rapist. Who goes to Russia of all places and you're like, you know what? I'm going to start going around by myself and doing some investigation. You get fucking killed. When a local tells you, even I wouldn't go there, you yeah. know. Does he speak In Russia? Russia? He's steer he clear, Russia? yeah. No, speak the guy Russian? speaks. The guy speaks none. <laughs> Good luck to you, buddy. There's nobody. <laughs> people aren't speaking English in the outskirts of fucking the big. Where city. he was, they weren't. He, he went to the train station. He goes, I can't read any of these signs. I don't know what any of this means. It's like, what are you doing here, man? Dude, my brother-in-law went to visit his uh, in-laws or his uh, brother-in-law's family. They live deep in Siberia, and he's like, dude, it's some sketchy fucking shit. Real sketchy shit. An- another woman on the show is in her 50s. She met a dude in his 30s from Nigeria who uh, he claims he's a pop star in Nigeria. Who is <laughs> he, Frank Lemmer- Lemmerman? Which is great. He claims, like, she keeps like, this. I don't, they never show her smoking, but they, they have shown people smoking, but she's just like, hey, uh, hey, Uzman, I can't, I can't wait to meet you. Like the most... <laughs> It's like is his name Uzman? Yeah. Oh, and so uh, he goes by Soja Boy, not Soldier Boy. S O J A Boy. Okay. Uh, He says he wants to come to the U.S. to be a huge star. Good luck. Hmm. Yeah. uh, Do you remember those videos I showed you of people in like uh, somewhere in Africa that were huge stars over there, and it was all like grainy old cell phone videos of them doing like really shitty comedy skits, and they're like, "This is the most viewed stuff." On the internet. I think it was Nigeria. After seeing this, I believe it. Wait, where's where's Bush from? Liberia. Liberia. Okay, it was Liberia. He, uh... So he writes this song for this lady that's like auto-tuned. <laughs> it's, I, it's not my cup of tea, I'll say that. Was and there she any talent it. at all, though? I, I mean, I, I, it's hard to say. I've seen I mean, you, it a you, little. Yeah, but you know rap. No, I mean, uh, not much. I don't think so. I mean, anyone that could do it. I could do an auto-tune song if you give me the auto-tune. Yeah, I know, but like any, like the beat, anything redeemable? Not great. Nothing stands out. But So this woman loves it. She's like, I play it every day. So she meets with her friends to tell them, here's, here's my ace in the hole. I'm going to go in there, and he's never had unprotected sex. And I'm what? just gonna give it to him, no condom. And that is- <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, what the? What? What, kind of strategy is that? what the fuck? 
That's your strategy. Uh, I'm gonna raw. I'm gonna let a raw dog me. <laughs> the, the old hey, dude. Every military knows the old raw dog strategy when you're in every, a in a bind. Every American on the show, for the most part, all they they're constantly asking, like, "Am I good looking enough for you? Am I, is this okay? Is it?" So the next day, she's like, "What do you think about that uh, sex without a condom?" And, and the guy, like, you can tell, it, it is not loving it. He's just like. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, okay. Like, he's, <laughs> but he's just like he, he. He just wants out. He's like, I want out of here, man. Dude, it's, who's it's, who's like? Oh, okay. No, no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail this guy down for sure. Once this guy feels this pussy bareback, there's no turning back for him. She gets it waxed before she leaves. She's like, I've never done this oh. before, but I want I want oh. it bald. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What was it before that? Some fucking hairy monstrosity. It <laughs> had a cigarette in it. Oh. She, uh, she How means old is like it's like fifty-five. I think. Oh Jesus Christ! And I'm not talking like a hot, like a good-looking fifty-five. I'm talking like a, a a rough, not not good at all. Dude, the problem is he he was probably like, I definitely need to wear a condom with this lady. <laughs> When his friends first met her, they started, like, dying in his face. Nah. <laughs> they were like, oh, man. <laughs> he, he starts introducing her to, like, his music colleagues. And he, this lady's, like, fucking insanely jealous. And she's like, if any of his female fr- fans try anything, I'm going to go off. And so anyone, if, if, like, a woman puts a heart emoji on anything he posts, she flips the fuck out. He's like... He's like, look, he's like, I have female fans. Like, I have to, like, I can't alienate anybody. And so she meets this director of the music video for her stupid song, and they put a model in, like, for him to sing to, and she fucking flips her shit because it's not her. And so she tells the director to his face that he's, like, an idiot. And the guy, like, says, like, look, are you trying to ruin his career? And she goes, fuck. She goes, hey, let's fuck you. How do these people? In, she's already paranoid that this guy's gonna leave her. So why is she? I never understood why these people act like such fucking psychos. You should just be happy, whatever's going on, and just fucking put up with it. Just take that raw thirty-year-age difference, dick. Raw dong. Yeah, that should she be his flip. name. Raw dong. <laughs> she flips the fuck out. You haven't seen it. I'll say it again. You got to get, I don't know what season they're up to on Hulu. Someone told me they're on Hulu. I got to start in on it. The problem is I know if I start in on it, it mock it. Oh, it's uh, it's cause there's so many spinoffs and you like get so involved in these storylines. You're like, cause every year they TLC just, they, they pull out Michael Jordan's like, they're nothing. Like he retires and you're like, Oh, who's going to replace him? You're like, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. There, whoever is doing their talent scouting, is phenomenal. They TLC should, has the greatest freak show talent scouts in the world. But I think they're also in a country that, I mean, I think every country, but now does, but there's such a great roster of freaks right now in the U S. Yeah. Well, why is nobody get, get, no one has the hit factory that is TLC. TLC. I mean, right now, I mean, I, I, they're making millions off uh 90 day fiance and it's just never ending. It's never going to stop. TLC is the mid '90s Chicago Bulls right now. Yeah, and I mean, only only a gambling addiction can stop them at this point because they got the roll-offs who are just a hit factory. They're back. They're fucking six hundred pound life. It's never getting old. 
No. I mean, there's no shortage of 600 pounders. Yeah, there's more being produced every day. Yeah, especially, uh, I think right now on lockdown, I think a lot of people are just uh, eating, doing whatever they want. Yeah. Um, You want to wrap this up? Let's do it. Aaron, you still there? Thank you so much, Aaron. Aaron fell asleep. I'm still here. Oh, yeah. We were scared. We heard a loud, uh, we heard a gunshot. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. (laughs) Did you you shoot somebody or were you just shooting the gun off in your house? I mean, you got to let the neighbors know you're not to be fucked with. Or was that a fart? Also. Same same deal. <laughs> Who do you think threw a rib bone at uh, at Courtney on our walk? What's your theory? Uh, I mean, it could have been it could have been a long distance. Could it have been over a fence? Oh, like a ja- like a javelin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I didn't even think of that. You know what I think? Small plane, private pilot, eating chicken, threw it out the window. Wow, that could have drilled a hole in her head. From that height. Wow. Well, Aaron, I hope uh, I hope you get those doorknobs that you so <laughs> so desire. Video still on? <laughs> Whoa! There's someone speaking in the. Uh, oh, there's somebody in the house. Aaron, cool. are you okay? Are you I'm okay? Cool. I'm okay. Being hurt. Okay, good. <laughs> we heard another voice. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. And again, week to week, but we uh, we hope to be back yeah. to entertain you next week. Maybe we'll post this video on YouTube. That's, uh, if I had known that, I wouldn't have been jerking it the whole time. Oh, I would have jerked it more. By the way, I forgot this last week. Uh, happy belated birthday to the mayor of Applebee's. My apologies. A lot was on my mind. I'm sorry. Applebee's is not an essential business now. Well, no, it's probably yeah, takeout only. He, he's the mayor, though, so I don't know if that affects him. He's the mayor of Applebee's. So he can say this stays open. I'm not, I don't even know if his revenue is high. He's just the mayor, so maybe his office... Yeah. Okay. Is open, oh, he, but the he's restaurants. Working, he's working in corporate. Yeah, well, he's the mayor. I don't know where in this. In the, <laughs> I thought he liked to mix it up with the common folk in the inside the Applebee's. Well, I think that's where he hangs out. But we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with the Zoom or just like business as usual. Thank you so much, yeah. Aaron, for uh, sitting through this shit show. <laughs> and you're uh, supposed to deny that, Eric. He's like, "What? No, it's great." Good luck to you in the future. And uh, stay safe, six feet apart from everybody. By the way, are you guys seeing people having six foot apart conversations on the street? Because I'm seeing it a lot. All the time. I saw two families that were talking on the street. I couldn't even, I had to walk into the street and around them because they were taking up so much real estate. Because there was like seven people and each of them had like 10 feet. It was unbelievable. You, uh, you miss, you can't call, you can't Skype. Well, I mean, what are you going to meet outside to talk? It's neighbors talking to neighbors. And now everyone's getting out. They're like, Hey, I never talked to my neighbor before. I mean, I'm getting like inundated with fucking, uh, text messages from family, like a, a family chain. Oh, like, I don't like to just... be, I, I don't like to be, um, contacted that much. I gotta be honest with you just in general. I, I lay, I keep a pretty low cave like existence. My friends from home are trying to get me on these zoom, like hangouts. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I haven't um, done uh, them yet. Yeah. I, I've been, I've been, uh, 
asked about them and I have not yet participated. It's not, it's not a lot to say, not a lot going on. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have any news to report. <laughs> well, hopefully I make it from ba- back from backcountry skiing next week. Yeah, uh, good luck. If I die in a fucking tree, well, then uh, carry on without me. Get a substitute. It'll be uh, me and Aaron there on out. We'll I'm see. in, baby. <laughs> All right, you're free. You're after, free? Li- after listening to this, he's like, oh, I could easily fill those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he could fill those ski boots. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good week. Stay safe. Six feet apart. If you're going to talk to your neighbors, uh, do it in a place that doesn't block other traffic. Thank you, Aaron. Um, and Aaron, we'll thanks back so much, week. man. Yeah. Take, take her sleazy. Bye-bye, everybody.